I'm comedian, writer, and filmmaker Chuck Staten from the punk band Senior Discount. And I'm writer and comedian Brad Rohr from the Providence Improv Guild. And this is the Chuck and Brad Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 524 of the Chuck and Brad podcast. I'm Chuck. I'm Brad. How you doing, Brad? I'm um, surviving. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I got a lot of stuff going on. Yep. I uh, <laughs> I did something today. All right. I got a tip for everybody. I don't want. I didn't want to make this tip public, but something funny happened. What well, does it, it? Me? Me too. I'm. I'm part of everybody. I think you know the tip. Okay. But I think I wanted to hide it from the public, but I'm going to let people in on it. All right. A lot of times when I like, let's say, for let's use a Panera as example. Okay. The 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 uh, restaurant. Yeah. The chain restaurant. Sometimes when I order food from there, whether I get soup or whether I get, whether I get salad or sandwiches, you ever feel like they kind of skimp you? Yes. They skimp you. Yeah, I stopped going because of it. They skimp. Yeah. You know, uh, at Chipotle sometimes you face a skimp, but much more rarely at Chipotle. Right. It happens. At Panera, they're known to skimp. Today, you know, I've been, I've been on a tear. I've been eating a lot of shitty, crazy food. Oh yeah. And today I was like, for you know, for dinner tonight, I'm just gonna go to Panera and get a salad and a half sandwich. That seems like it's pretty good. Probably, yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna get a salad with chicken on it and a sandwich with chicken on it. Nice. I want some protein? Oh yeah. But I was like, they're gonna skip me. I know it. They skimp. That's what they do. So you could order like double chicken or something. Yep. But man, for like an extra dollar seventy. It's like it's already expensive. Yep. I'm not adding these dollars. So I put a receipt right there, and okay. th- this is my this is my treat. This is my trick. So I ordered the the you know. <laughs> That's so people know it's a genuine receipt. I ordered the sandwich it. and the salad, and look at the note I put. I put special notes. What I what I write under special the special notes? <clears throat> Great job, guys! I love chicken. You're doing the Lord's work and deserve all the praise in the world. I love extra chicken. <laughs> Oh, what, what do you what do you think about that? You, you know what I'm doing with there? Yeah, I do. do you're, you're 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 hitting hitting strongly. Like, if you have the choice between putting extra chicken and not putting extra chicken, I'd prefer extra chicken. Yeah, but you, without ordering extra chicken, so they're not going to charge you for it. What do you think about that methodology? Uh, I mean, like, so I work in in student housing for college uh, college students. And uh, every once in a while, we get a bizarre request. Somebody's like, oh, I know it's move-in day, but I need a two-person apartment. Can I have a two-person yeah. apartment? And I'm like, those have been booked for months. Mm-hmm. But asking doesn't hurt anything. Thank you. So in this case, yes, I think it's okay. And, you know, there's a little sense of humor on it. Uh, <laughs> there's no punctuation in it, which... They Oof. took out my punctuation. Mm, they yeah. removed it. We'll see. I don't, I don't, what do you mean we'll see? How would you ever see? That's how Beyond you... Beyond that, what are you going to check? I would the, put... The Panera I, database? I would put in an order with punctuation and see if it does it to me. <laughs> Please do. I will not. Um, I'm done with Panera. They're skimpiness. So so you think... Uh, Did you get skimped? Here's a question. I, the proof of the pudding is in the eating. I over-manipulated Uh-oh. in this scenario. Why did I go to Panera in the first place? Because you wanted to eat healthy. All right, so I get there. Yep. I got my bag. I'm like, wow, two big bags. This is weird. Uh huh. I didn't. I didn't think I ordered that much food. I got a cup of soup and a half sandwich. That's pretty small. I thought it was a salad and a sandwich. I mean, yeah. Sorry. And the salads are, they're much smaller when you order them to go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. uh, Yes. Green goddess salad and a caprese and a caprese sandwich with chicken. Yep. 
I get the second bag. I bring it here. Uh huh. Peel it open. Uh huh. Huge bear claw. Whoa. And like a big like lemon tart thing. Wow. They just put it in extra. That's nice of them, but I, I know. But and then, but that's not what I wanted. I wanted the protein. I know who would have eaten that bear claw if you had saved it. Well, I never, had a bear claw. I never had a bear claw. I never had a bear claw. You've had bear claws. <laughs> nah. You survived ni- 1999 on bear claws alone. You were 15 years old. I uh, I didn't have a Panera bear claw. Mm. Panera claw, and so a bear claw. Yeah, and uh, how was it? It was pretty good. Yeah. Um. I got to be honest. I know that Panera is a big chain. I'm sure there's a lot of bakers out there who are grabbing their genitals in disgust. But I like a lot of stuff at Panera, and they do like a Danish wheel where every other one is like cherry, then cheese, then cherry, then cheese. I love it. I think it's delicious. I just like their cinnamon crunch bagels. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of good stuff there. Um, But yeah, so I'd say chicken. I was pretty normal, a.k.a. a little skimpy. Mm. But bear claw... You know, lemony Danish thing or whatever right. it was. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you got extra deliciousness. No, no, no. I'm I'm very appreciative of the Panera people. I'm glad that they responded to being manipulated. I, I like I like I like knowing that. Yeah. Um, other people out there, if you want to try this, you don't have to go to Panera. You can go anywhere and just be like, under special notes, just give them a big compliment and then say what you like and see if it affects the way that they prepare your order. I'll say, you know what? I'm going to throw out a tip as well. Oh, my God. Some would call it a life hack. If you are in a town that has more than, you know, an area that has more than one Chipotle. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, perhaps a Chipotle and a Qdoba or a Chipotle and a Moe's or whatever, a Chipotle and a competitor. Mm. And you and you're you're placing your order and you like the meat, you like the protein, you want the uh, the muscles. Yeah. Say... Uh, you know, I'd like the chicken, but please don't skimp on it like like they do at Qdoba and then kind of laugh. Oh. And they and they'll make sure or, or you know, if it's, you know, like they do at that other Chipotle. Now that's good. And that's the, a good you one. You can you can do it at Chipotle A to Chipotle B, then you go to Chipotle B and say, "Ah, yeah, don't skimp me like Chipotle A does." <laughs> you really And you know, you don't use it all the time. You're just, creating some rivalries. Oh, here. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, you don't you don't have to use it every time, but you know sometimes you just want a little extra, like an extra thimble full of uh, protein. Oh yeah, I want some more carnitas. Yeah, that's great. But yeah, so that was a pretty good. Uh, but I so my I guess my question was, so you think it's okay to do that? To say I'm not going to order something, and then in my special note I'll give a praise and give a, a hint, yep. and then see what happens. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to ask. You think that's okay? Yeah. What I if I had do. said it'd be great if you just threw a bagel in here? I guess it doesn't hurt to ask always applies, right? Because right? if it, the crazier it gets, the sillier it it's, seems. You know, a year or two ago, there was that big article about people who were uh, forgiveness seekers or permission seekers or whatever. The idea of I'm going to do this until I'm told no versus I'm going to ask before I even think of doing this. Mm. And uh, I'm I'm such a permission guy. Mm. And, you know, not everyone was raised that way. Yeah. Well, what did, what did the article say? Oh, man, I, it's been so long since I read it. I, You'd have to imagine that just by the sheer logic of it alone, the people that asked for forgiveness were able to do a lot more things. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, but the I guess the conflict would come in if, you know, if I'm a permission guy and you're a forgiveness guy mm. and you're like, oh, I'm just going to stay at your place when I'm in town, which, first of all, we, we live in the same town. Yes. But... Um, you know, I would never do that to you. I'd never, or whatever. 
And so, and then I don't know how to talk about do it. Do what to me? Do what well, to the, me? The idea, then I'd be like, wow, Chuck is so rude. He just, he just came over and stayed at my house without uh, asking first. And that's, that's different. That's a little I, different. I, I, I know. That's I'm, a hard example. I, I, oh boy, I can't find. That's all right. Any of this. That's a tough example though. Right. I, I yeah. I, I, I wish I remember though. the actual article, but basically forgiveness people versus permission people. Wow. Interesting. And, uh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Staying in someone's house is tough though. <clears throat> all right. Let's see. What else we got? So we got a couple emails. Good. Let's see. All right. Now I want to make sure we didn't read this. Did we read this from Craig with the uh, video game stuff? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. We, we talked a lot about wrestling in the last. Yes, episode, we did. Right? All right. Got a couple emails this week. Um, here's one from Craig. Subject line. Video game playtime. Hi, Brad and Chuck. Hello from Scotland. Oh, been a listener since the TESD history episodes. Just a quick email regarding how much time you have played Dying Light because I talked about how, well, you said how many hours did I play? Uh, over, I think over 100 hours. Yeah. Certainly over 96 hours. It was over four days. And he said, a couple of years ago, PlayStation sent me an email about my most played game, C-Photo. Would play multiplayer every night and weekends for probably six to eight months until something new came out, but never played anything for as much time as, Res- as uh, Rainbow Six Vegas 2. From Craig. P.S. Brad is H.O.T. hot. Thank Thank you, you, Craig. And he included a screenshot. The game you've put the most hours into, Rainbow Six Vegas 2, with your total hours tallied at 592 hours. Wow, that is a lot of hours. Let's see, 240 is 10 days. Yep. 480 is 20 days. Yep. Is he almost at a month? Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of hours. He's probably pretty good at it, though, right? One would hope. I I, uh, I think I wrote back to him and said, I loved Rainbow Six Vegas 2. I'd play for the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. We would do terrorist hunt on the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, not 500 hours worth of terrorist hunt. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. He's got to be good yeah. at it. Yeah. Um, Another email from our buddy Stu, the new Chuby. Nice. All right. Stu writes, our subject line, hard to be friends with a guy who doesn't drink or smoke. Subject. I mean, uh, body. Hey, Chuck and Brad, I'm listening to the current podcast and heard Chuck lament that it was hard to be friends with those who drink and smoke. If you don't, I totally agree. Chuck, I think you know I'm a pretty friendly guy, but when I was in grad school, I was not super close friends with some of the professors and other students because they would get together to drink and smoke and play poker. I would have loved to play poker, except except for the fall semester, sophomore year of college. I'm not a drinker and I don't smoke. The guys were afraid that I would be a buzzkill. Hmm. That was a long time ago, but it still makes me feel sad. But hey, at least now I'm Stu, the new Chuby. Have an awesome day. <laughs> Thank you, Stu. Yeah, it's tough. It's funny because like I, uh, you know, I was never very narky or anything. Right. But uh, yeah, like as we talked about in last week's episode, it does feel like some people, uh, you know, they plan social gatherings around that kind of stuff. And the people that don't do it are kind of left out in the dust and um yeah, like we were ta- I think we were talking about my buddy Kamara last week and how like his yes. thing was kind of like drinking and, and, and watching uh, Patriots games and stuff like that. And because I didn't have an interest in Patriots and drinking, our friendship fell apart. I uh, I mean, I, I sympathize with the idea that people think, you know, I'm, I'm a non-drinker, I'm a teetotaler, uh, that people think I am a buzzkill. Well, what's uh, a teetotaler? You, you don't, you just, you, you don't drink at all. Yeah. Um, you don't partake at all. Mm-hmm. And, uh... You know, that's something that I, I have fought against for years and years and years. And, you know, like I had a friendship fall apart after my Vegas trip uh, when, you know, conversations were like, Roar, 
I brought you out here. You won't smoke. You won't drink. You won't take X. You won't get a hooker. <laughs> Why the fuck did I bring you? But you did get a hooker. No, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, but just to kill. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not touching her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, You're and, so grossed out about yes, having sex there. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I so we're, we're driving home from the, like, first of all, a terrible, terrible, like, terribly planned trip where we missed our flight home. We're on standby, blah, blah, blah. My keys are in one place. The car's in another. And, and so uh, one friend is driving me back home. And, you know, it's been quiet for a while at this point. Yeah. And, he, and, you know, I'm like, what happened this weekend? He's like, you know... When you don't drink, it feels like you're not with us. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And like, you know, three friendships fell apart that day. And I, I've since talked to him about that. He's still in my life. Yeah. And uh, I said, yeah, you said this. And he's like, I'm so sorry. He's like, I, I, I don't know what I was thinking. Like, that's not actually how we felt. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, well, it is what you said. Uh, so yeah. And, and same thing, like right when I turned 21 and all my friends are like, let's go to the bar. And I'm like, I don't, what? like, it's loud. No, thanks. Yeah. Let's, let's stay in and watch a movie like, and just hang out with just our circle of friends. That's tough. See here, you're kind of going to the other side yeah, though, because they're saying it doesn't matter if you drink at the bar and you're like, I don't know why you want to be there. Right. So that's tough. Yeah. That, that is the buzzkill. Uh, well, the buzzkill was, I don't want to go to a loud cacophonous bar. Yes. Um, but yeah, and and those people then, as we got older, uh, you know, I, I got shuffled to the outside of the circle and yeah. then eventually uh, set adrift. And it's right. fine. You know, people yeah. change, friendships change. I get it. Um, but I think that uh, my, my teetotaling ways have you turned off a lot of people. Right. In, in a lot of different ways. So, yes, it's tough. Yep. It's tough. I mean, I, you know, to be to be fair, I think that I guess I could see if you had a group of people and there was four people and you're all drinking in a hotel room and one person wasn't. Right. If the other people were like, yeah, if I'm being completely honest about it, it just makes me feel a little bit like uh, I'm being like looked at yeah. or like I'm not really uh, like, you know, basically not not necessarily being judged. Yeah. But being, um, oh, man, like observed in a different way. Yeah. Like everyone else is kind of having a casual time and then one person is... Well, it's, it's not like we were in a hotel. We were at a blackjack table. Yes, right. And I'm chanting Jerry, <laughs> like for our dealer. That's different. And, you know, flirting with cocktail waitresses and everything. So I'm <laughs> I'm part of the group. I'm part of the gang. <laughs> hey, are you a hooker on the side? And yeah. you take out your little blade. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I swear I'm not. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Fine, let's have sex. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I supposed to kill now? That's um, funny. Yeah. No, I hear you. It's ah, you know how she defeats me? She leaves me money after the sex. And I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> you commit Harry Curie. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, Stu, I get it. I know where you're coming from. Yeah, me from. too, Stu. I got it. Um, it's tough. You know, I've always been kind of a guy who just doesn't really do stuff. I'd never have really been like a I'll never drink guy. Right. Um. So there might be a little bit more leeway, but I am definitely thought of in the people around me that, that, uh, as someone who does not drink. Right. But you know, that's just how things are. Um, all right, let's see. So new stuff, what do you got going on? Anything new for Brad? Not really. I, uh, I sent an article into a, uh, a website, uh, a meme website that yes. is now expanding to articles 
they have yet to publish it or tell me when they're publishing it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. and I, I, I can't give any updates on that until I actually know something. So when I do, I'll, I'll put a link on the uh, Chuck and Brad socials nice. on, uh, on Facebook or whatever. Nice. Good. Yeah. How was your improv show last week? It was all right. Good. Um, yeah. The, uh, I did the, the video mm-hmm. for, uh, I did the MTV crib style video where I pretended to be walking through area 51 and just had most of the video, uh, most of the video redacted and part of the audio redacted. Yeah. It's an, imp- it's an improv show where the idea is kind of to take simple ideas that everyone can do remotely. Yes. Online. Yep. And submit ideas that where they take their own creative, you know, direction for it. Yep. And this was to create a MTV crib style video of anything. Yes. And so I did area 51. I did not win. Uh, because the winner was a baby uh, giving a tour of her actual crib. So hard to compete <laughs> with a chubby-cheeked infant. Um, but it was, you know, it was well well done on their part. And uh, and they liked mine and I liked theirs. And, right. You know, it's all it's all in like good-natured fun. Let's, let's entertain people. So good. It was good. Fun. Good stuff. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. What uh, do you got going on? You got a bunch going on. Well, new stuff with me. Um, last week we came out with a documentary. Um, I, you know, I work for the podcast Tuesdays with Stories with uh, Mark Norman and Joe List, two com- great comics in New York, and uh, we started work together a couple months ago. And basically, they had a Patreon that they've had for a long time, and it grew a bunch during the pandemic as they were unable to do uh, live comedy shows because their main you know, gigs, your main, their main uh, money-making, um, you know, <laughs> their main mo- way, way of making money yes. was touring the country doing comedy. Income stream. Income stream. There you it go. Dried up. And uh, during the pandemic, that went away. Um, they had a bunch more people on their Patreon, but I was watching their Patreon from afar. I didn't know these guys. And I was like, man, these guys are so funny. They're two of my favorite comedians. I'd love to come on their Patreon with my uh, experience and knowledge of doing film projects with tell him steve dave and say like oh let's 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 make stuff a little bit more organized let's wake it make it more professional more high quality really push it to people and uh you know i've talked about on the podcast before i made kind of a big pitch hail mary play went out to new york met up with them filmed and they hired me to be part of their patreon now i've been doing projects well mark went to la to go on all these a a a list podcasts like The Chuck and Brad podcast. Right, right. He went on Adam Carolla, you know, Chris Stefano's podcast, Bobby Lee, Whitney Cummings, um, Mark Marin, you know, all these are huge podcasts. And he had his buddy, Salacuse, go film. And we were like, oh, we'll use this at some point in the Patreon and turn it into something. And they had sent me the footage and I was like, oh, let's turn this into this series that we do called Hot Gay Sets because Hot Gay Sets is essentially whenever they go do a show. Right. A we- set. Of yeah, comedy, yes. Right. The document it's like a documentary that follows them there. And this filming ended with a set, a live set in LA. Perfect. So I started watching the footage uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, man, it's so cool that we're documenting Mark doing these huge podcasts, and he's this great up and coming comedian that a lot of people know about. I'm like, we gotta make this really great. So I really put a lot of effort into this. I really wanted to make it awesome. I wanted to make it like uh like, you know, HBO, Netflix, quality documentary stuff, put it together, sent it over to them. Mark was really floored with it. It it seemed like Joe and Mark really loved it. We put it out last Wednesday, which is after we recorded, right? Right. We recorded on, when we recorded on, when we recorded on Wednesday. Wednesday night, yeah. Yeah. So we put it out last Wednesday, but in like just a few days, 
you know, they put it on their Patreon, so people have to sign up and pay to see it. We gained like four over four hundred patrons. Wow, which is huge growth. And since I came on, we've gained over nine hundred and thirty patrons. Wow. Yeah. So almost a thousand. Yeah, I mean almost nine hundred and forty. Really. Yes. Yeah. When, when almost a thousand. Yeah. Um, it started out around three hundred three thousand eight hundred ninety, and now we're basically at three hundred. We're at, we're at four thousand eight hundred and thirty. Wow. So we're close to, to getting to it, a thousand more people, but it's kind of cool because it's this big, you know, this is the biggest bump we got so far, obviously, right, right. but getting this more many people signing up for their Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Tuesdays, uh, huge step. The response was insane. There's a million comments all over the YouTube trailer, the actual YouTube video on the Patreon, the actual Patreon itself. And, uh, man, it's, it's been nuts. And, uh, the guys, Mark and Joe, have been super, super uh, thankful and grateful and appreciative. And it's funny. I listened to. Did you did you listen to the clip I sent you? Yes, I did. Yeah, they were they were talking about it on their podcast this week. I sent it over to Brad, and uh, yeah, it was just a very cool thing. It was honestly that documentary and the last day at this at the Secret Stash documentary I did right. for Tom Steve Dave. They're probably the two best things I've ever done in terms of like a documentary type thing where I create like uh, a real, you know, a real introduction to something. I really play it and I really like push on like the emotional parts of yeah. it. And I kind of really orchestrate uh, something. And uh, I just appreciate Mark and Joe letting me do it. And uh, I really think it came out awesome. Yeah, that's great. Very, very cool. Um, and I, I'm really uh, shocked at how successful this idea has been. Cause I was kind of like coming in being like, yeah, let's add some Patreon subscribers, but really let's solidify to the people that are already on that we can make great quality stuff right. and have them stick around and slowly get new ones. I did not expect to gain, you know, grow it by a thousand people in eight right. and a half weeks right. or whatever it by, was. By 25% or whatever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So big thanks to everyone who liked it. Uh, big thanks to Joe and Mark for letting me be involved and uh, very, very cool. It's called like, you know, the, the series is called Hockey Sets. Yes. This one's called, is episode three. It's called Mark Norman on the LA pod circuit. And uh, just very, very cool to see uh, people's responses. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been good. I've been really happy about it. Um, it's funny, like, <clears throat> sorry, I'm clearing my throat. It's funny because I wonder if people think that I'm not good at breathing. But the problem is... <laughs> That's what they think. Yes. Uh, the problem is... Uh, you know, Chuck's documentaries are A+, but his breathing... Phew. Well, on the, on the documentary, they can kind of probably hear me breathe a little bit weird. But my sinuses have just been crazy for the past couple months. I don't know what to do. I'm thinking about going back to my allergist. Yeah, allergic rhinitis. <clears throat> because I went to my allergist a couple... What, like maybe a year ago, two years ago. He's like, you're only allergic to dust. All you need is Flonase. Right. And just take Flonase once a day. And uh, if that doesn't help enough, then we can make you like a dust pill, you know? Yeah, like the dust bowl. The dust bowl, just a big dust pill. Like a pill full of dust? Bowl full of dust. Oh, oh the pill. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, why would you Why would you eat a bowl full of dust? Un dust unless, it's, unless it's cinna dust, mm. the cinnamon uh, toast crunch seasoning. I'd eat a bowl of that. Um, yes. Um, but uh, yeah, no, so he said you can make a, you know, they call it a cocktail pill. But I think that's because usually they would put in all your allergies. Right. But mine's just dust. Interesting. So I think I might go back to him and get this bill. Do it. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, I got to talk to P- our buddy Peter wrote us an email recently about how he got the uh, shots, the actual yeah. shot allergy for, shots. Uh, allergies. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you say in the email? He loved it. Uh, yeah. I said it was the best time of his life. <laughs> he said, you know, I have three children, but all of those pale in comparison to two rounds of shots <laughs> to combat allergies. I'll ask him about it. Peter Maldonado, former guest on the Chuck and Brad podcast. We talked about his rage issue, uh, rage issues on an episode where I flipped out on you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, about, I think, Reddit being dicks. Yeah, I think so. That was yeah. a funny one. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Um, but yeah, it's been interesting because, like, I've had a bunch of work recently with uh, Tell Em Steve Dave, Tuesdays with Stories, Smodcast, our stuff, everything. Yeah. And um, I was, like, working, 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 and it was, like, one of those things where you ever have a time where, like, you're working so much that your days are just, like, you feel like you get up. Yes. You're thinking about work. You go to work. You work all day. You come home and you kind of like go to bed waiting to go back to work to finish more work. Yes. That's how it was for a little bit for me. Um, That's how it was from like March 2011 through like October of 2012. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I felt like that for a little bit. And then uh, I was working on Card Sharks Part 2 with Tell Him Steve Dave. We're doing this game show. Right. And uh, we did Part 1. I was finishing up Card Sharks Part 2, which was supposed to be out... Uh, as of today, the day that we're recording this, uh, June 8th. And then Walt texted me on like Saturday after he watched it. And he's like, by the way, if you need more time with uh, Car Sharks Part 2, um, we're not going to put it out this week anyway. We're going right. to put it out in a week. And I was like, man, I've been, uh, you know, busting my hump for a couple weeks now. So I was like, I'm taking some time off. So yeah. this whole weekend was like, like, like summertime is here, baby. Right. And I just stopped working. I'm like. I seriously say in the summer, in the sun, like all weekend. I'm so red. I don't know if you could tell like my like my actual skin versus yep. my like my face skin and my my arm skin. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I, well, that's fake skin. So your actual skin. What? Yeah. I mean, you're like my actual skin versus, you know, the skin on my face. <laughs> Sorry. Which is made of, of pleather. Yes. That's what it feels like. Yeah. But it feels like so on Saturday morning or when Friday night, whenever he sent me that text, I was like, oh, I'm taking some time off because usually I'll work like I'll work seven days a week. But during the week, it's like I'll come here all day to my office. And then other times, sometimes during the weekend, all the time during the weekend, I'll come here from like midnight to 3.30 in the morning and work. Right. Um, but I was like, this weekend, I am taking some time to myself. So what did we do Saturday? We took a walk on the uh, bike path. Oh, yeah. There's a bike path in Rhode Island that kind of, I guess it goes where trains used to run. Yes. And there's a part of a town nearby my house where the bike path goes out over the water. So water's on both sides of you, but it's a walking path over the water. I was like, I'd never been there before. So I, I was like, I got my dog. I got my bread. Yep. We all took a walk over there and that was great. I I, I shook off my leash and ran away. <laughs> <laughs> Hit by a train. Oh, yeah. Um, wh- what did we do that night? Um, we, did we, we, we went to eat somewhere. It was Friday night. We ate at Cork and Rye. Mm. Saturday, you, me, and Gina went to eat somewhere. Mm. Oh no, we uh you guys ate poke on the oh, on yeah. the lawn at Brown University. Oh, we went to my cousin Christian's house. We went to Christian's house. Yes, my cousin and, and, and the drummer of Senior Discount. The last 2 minutes of the Bruins game. Yes. Then the last couple innings of the Red Sox game and then a couple episodes of Impractical Jokers. This was a this was a out. summary weekend though cuz cuz we went out Friday night for dinner. Yep. What did we do after dinner Friday? Uh you worked. You finished Card Sharks part oh, 2. Oh yeah, that's right. I came yeah. back to work. That that's right. That's I talked to Walt after that. Yes. 
Then, uh, yeah, Saturday we went for a big walk in the sun with my dog. Saturday night we walked over to my cousin's house, yep. which is, you know, a few blocks from my house and, and kind of hung out. Sunday, man, oh, man. It was a hot day. It was. And my parents have like an oasis behind their house with this pool. We went over at like 12, 12, 15, 12, 30. And we just hung out there for like five hours yep. in the pool, direct sunlight. And uh, splishing and splashing. Yeah. Taking a bath all upon a Sunday day. Yep. And uh, man, I got I got red, but I was pretty good with sunblock. Yep. Were you good with sunblock that day? I was great with sunblock and you guys made fun of me for it. Where I'm sunblock? like, I, I'm like, yeah, I'm using SPF 100. And you guys were like, <laughs> Well, we were on the way there and I was <laughs> you wore a long sleeve t-shirt. I wore a long it's a performance shirt, it's sweat wicking. It's not like I was wearing a, an anorak. <laughs> the idea that you wear a bright yellow long sleeve shirt I know, I, and I, went and put on SPF one hundred sunblock is hilarious. I'm not risking <laughs> my biscuits. <laughs> Is that a real thing? No, it's not a real thing. <laughs> you gotta start saying I'm not risking my biscuits. I'm not bis- risking my biscuits. <laughs> is your biscuits your nutsack? I don't know what it is. <laughs> you said biscuits, right? Yes, I did. It's your nutsack. <laughs> what else do you have two of? I, you know, arms. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing long sleeves. No one calls their arms their biscuits. Nobody calls their nutsack their biscuits. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Your nutsack. Well, what are your nuts on your nutsack? Is a lot closer to a biscuit than your arm. You agree with that? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so I just came. Tom Brady did a thing where he's like, risk it or biscuit. And so I'm like, I'm not risking my biscuit. Wait, wait, what is, I'm not risk, risk it or He said, risk it or biscuit was like the, the office, uh, the offense's philosophy this year. He, Tom Brady. What does did, biscuit mean? You know, I don't know. Do it's, it's unclear. <laughs> I, I'm not Tom Brady. Risk it or biscuit. Yeah. And then he admitted that he didn't know how many downs they had in the game where they lost to the Bears, which he lied about afterwards. Didn't shake. Chicago Bears quarterback's hand because Tom Brady's a sore loser. Risk it for the biscuit. Oh, said. risk it for the biscuit. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yes, of course. Well, the biscuit could be a... Tr- a yeah. Know. Well, see, all right. It <laughs> was He was risking his biscuits, <laughs> but he was risking it. Oh, I, I love biscuit. I'm not risking my biscuits. <laughs> That's just like when you said, uh, if you don't wish, wish me happy Easter, I'll tan your keys. I never said that. <laughs> you just said that I said that. You definitely said I that. I never said that. <laughs> yeah, then explain what you did to me on Easter last year. <laughs> I tanned your keister. <laughs> you should have wished me. Oh, man. <laughs> you you wrote that on Facebook. <laughs> did in I? like 2012. It sucks because like... Maybe 2009. It sucks because like I, I really think that my memories are all... Befuddled, they're befogged. Like, yeah, you know that you know that thing where you can like paint a picture and then you put it inside a machine and you spin it and all the paint goes everywhere. Yes, that's my memory. That's oh my brain. no, that's not good. Yeah, exactly. So I think you really said that in my head. Well, I didn't. You're, you know what? In ten years, you're going to try to convince me that I came up with risking your biscuits, but you said it. <laughs> I'm going to start trying to convince you of that next week. Uh, I bet I, you'll you'll trick me. Um, I'm not risking my biscuits. That's funny. All right. I, I don't know when it originally did, but uh, March 22nd, 2014. Yeah. You can tell it's cut and pasted from somewhere. If you don't wish me happy Easter, then I'll tan your keister. Bradley Stevenson. <laughs> oh, so that's it, funny. It definitely, we came up with it before that. <laughs> if you don't wish me happy Easter, I'll tan your keister. That's funny. Um, anyway, so did, Brad didn't want to risk his biscuits. Yes, I wasn't risking them. And so he was wearing a long sleeve shirt, uh, snowshoes. Ski goggles. How would snowshoes help? <laughs> you know, so you could walk on the hot ground. Yeah. Well, okay. well I wish I had those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, 
Yeah, no, I and <laughs> make fun of you for having SPF 100. It's unblocked. That's hilarious. Yeah, I don't remember making fun of you on the way there. I was like, "What is your SPF to Gina?" And she's like, 15. I was like, "Do you have like a four? Because I just want to. I want to get my arms tan. Yeah, you know. Um, and I'll be honest. Let's have a talk about this. You're a piece of shit when it comes to judging me for wearing a vest, right? Like, oh, a, like yeah. a winter vest. Yes. So in the winter, yeah, I definitely would laugh at you in front of your friends, like you did for me. You did. You and Lou were like, "Doesn't make any sense. He doesn't keep your arms warm." I remember you said that. I was questioning it. I wasn't making fun of you. Uh, it sounds like fun, anyway. In the in the winter, when it's like just getting well, you know, maybe late fall, right? Late, late, late winter. I might wear like a like a long sleeve shirt and a vest. Brad thinks I'm a, you know, a heretic. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Uh, I, vests don't work for me. My right. arms get cold. My torso doesn't. Another more proof need, that his need, arms are very long. Uh, you know what we should do? We should buy a winter coat, mm-hmm. cut the sleeves off. Yeah. You keep the vest. I wear the sleeves. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the store. We were talking. We got it over on that. It's just a photo of us standing there. Like the seams are all ragged. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> very we do a clear bad what's job. happened. So here's the the thing. In the summer, I'm going to say it here. I'm going to say it now. Say whatever you like. Feel feel free to fucking laugh at me. Throw stones from your little glass house. I'm going to kick you right in the biscuits (laughs) is what I'm going to (laughs) do. So I want to wear a tank top in the summer. Wear a tank top in the summer. I'm not holding you back. I want my arms to be out. I want to feel the sunshine on my buys. I want to feel the ozone on my tries. Keep going. <laughs> That's all I got. Okay. I, there's, there's more, but I don't know what they're you called. Don't, you don't feel any any heat on your biscuits? <laughs> it's illegal. I can't keep my biscuits out. I would if I it could. It means arms. <laughs> I'm being arrested. Officer, I promise it means arms. Um, so, uh, so I wear a tank top like while I'm going to the pool and stuff like that. And yep. everyone's like, "That's that's acceptable yep. around a pool. Yep. But if I wear it in public, I think that people think I'm some kind of hillbilly, uh, inbred, uh, chicken fucking, rednecking, <laughs> mud, mudslinging. Uh-huh. You need a noun at the end of this. Trump loving. <laughs> uh, Trump humper. Okay. Remember that? Yeah, you're a Trump loving Trump humper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. D- All right. So let's talk about these tank tops. Yes, please. Where do you get these tank tops? What do you mean? Like you know, are you, stores from like from like the Gap or like Banana Republic. The majority of them came from Bob stores, mm. but I can't get them anymore. Okay, the so crab, the crab ones. Yeah, where where'd you get the uh, the the tank you were wearing this weekend? Which one was it? Jaws, I believe. Oh, I know where I got that one. Mm-hmm. That's, we, that was a good. That was a red letter date. What's the? Uh, I got that one at Walmart. Oh, but it was not a tank top at the time. You don't think that the combination of a Walmart shirt and cut-off sleeves is what gives people the idea that you're that list of of infinitives? What were they? (laughs) One was mudslinging. There was a chicken involved at one point. Uh, Well, here's a... Hold on, hold on. My Jaws shirt. Describe it for the folks. The folks at home. It's a a black, Mm -hmm. formerly T-shirt, now with sleeves cut off. Yes. And uh, it's I just, is it a replica of the poster? I don't it's, remember. It's just like the, sh- it's like the shark, but it's yeah. black and white and yep. it says Jaws yeah. w- with like a red thing yeah. around it. You don't, you don't know it. How came could from, you know it came from Walmart? You don't know it came from Walmart. There you go. Do you think maybe if you bought. They fall apart by the end of the summer. That's if, how you If know. you had purchased an actual tank top as opposed to cutting the sleeves off a t-shirt, that that would change people's opinion of the no. tank tops you wear. 
No, because here's what happened. Gina was like, oh, I bought you a tank top. That was nice of her. A couple weeks ago. I was like, thanks. And she probably got it. I don't know where she got it, but she didn't get it at Walmart. I'll tell you yeah. that. And she got it for me and it's like a Celtics one. Okay. Right. And I'm like, awesome. Tank top time. The summer's here. Honestly, we talked about this years ago in the podcast. I feel like people, when they're kids, they love the summer. They're rolling in the mud. They're fucking chickens. You know, they're having just a good time, right? What the hell kind of childhood did you have? <laughs> yeah. I lived on a farm. Yes. And, uh, I lived on a farm with some very, very kind chickens. <laughs> kind. I like that. Yes. Um, well, you got their consent. Yeah, of course. And so, um, I'm not going to go down this road, but. Thank you. You know, when you're a kid, you're jumping around in the puddles. You're, you're sweating. You're riding the bike. You're throwing the football. You're going to your friend's house. You're going to the store. Whatever you're doing. You like the heat. You like the summer. It's fun. It's encouraging. It makes you feel like you're living. Yep. You come home. You're covered in uh, sun, you know, SPF 15 like a normal human. You're covered in mosquito propellant. I don't think I've used SPF 15 in my life. You're covered in mosquito repellent. Your hands are covered in... You know, s'more residue. Uh-huh. Your hair has uh, sparkler dust inside of it. There's a feather inside your pants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You're having fun in the summer. Yep. One time I had so much fun in the summer, I toppled into the grass, did a full somersault. My ear went into a blade of grass and it popped my eardrum. That's a true story. Did you know that? <laughs> did, you, did you ever know that story about me? No, I can't say I, I ever knew that fantastical story about you. Know, you know, like the big exercise balls? Yes, of course. You know how you wrap your arms around them and you run and you jump and you just bounce and bounce <laughs> like down the street like a gummy bear? You know what I'm talking about in the summer? Is this a weird, is this a fever dream you had <laughs> no, when you had sunstroke? <laughs> you never did this? No. I did have sunstroke. Okay. But not that day. I guess I like the sun too much, but like, like, like you know, you, you never you, when you were a kid, you never had a big exercise ball, and you're tumbling and tossing. Not a big exercise ball, no. What did you do when you tumbled and tossed? I, I, I when I was like three, I had the the hippity hops. <laughs> I mean, that's the closest I got to it. That's the foreplay of the of the tumble toss. Yeah, but I didn't have a tumble toss. Well, you know, you couldn't see. Oh, riding my bike, I'm playing baseball. I, did I was you roll that. down a hill? Yeah, probably. You're, you're, yeah, probably. there you go. Yeah, Roll down point. a hill. Yeah, when I was like seven. Okay, well, I figured out the cool way to do that, which is on an exercise ball. You just grab onto it. And you're just bouncing and, and hopping. It all doesn't over seem town. like it's a cool way if it results in a busted eardrum. Hold on. Rolled over. Yep. Land on the land on the grass. Good. Started hearing things real strange. Uh huh. Went home and told my mom, like, I think a blade of grass went in my ear and it really hurts. It hurts my ear. Yep. Took me to the doctor. They said. A blade of grass busted this guy's eardrum. That's some strong grass or a weak eardrum. And. Like, imagine that, like, going straight up in your eardrum. Bizarre. It's pretty unlikely. Yes. But it happens. All right. Anyway, when you're a kid, you're having these great times, making great memories, yep. hanging out with the doctor. Then you get older, you turn into Brad. Ugh, gross. You're, you're working in an office. Your biscuits are sticking to your legs. You're, you're sleeping in the air conditioning. It's set at 61. <sighs> you get up. Your biscuits are are not you know spread out like a parachute like they should in the summer. You gotta you gotta powder them. Yeah, you powder them. Then Brad gets in his car, turns on his air conditioner to sixty two, gets to his office, it's down to fifty nine. This guy, uh, he, uh, the chiller is broken in our building. I've had no air conditioning <laughs> the past two days. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's harsh. It's all right, ceiling fan. Anyway, you know he gets out at five. The sun's already winking and sleeping and. Yeah, this it's, got, guy, it's got its its nightcap on. This this guy barely is dealing with the summer sun. Yes, and as we grow, which we, is why this guy needs SPF one hundred. <laughs> so as we as we grow, 
We get further and further away from summer fun. Yeah, but our eardrums get stronger and stronger. Well, I don't know about that. I think that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Your eardrums are probably... Grass isn't killing me. Well, you're not rumbling, tumbling. Yeah, but it's not, it, it, it's not killing me. The ergo, making me stronger. So, that's true, I guess. Anyway, so, when you're getting older, you get used to air conditioning. You get low, I believe, personally. This is just my own scientific thought. You get less and less... Uh, like sunshine and heat become less and less tolerable. Yes. A few years ago, I was like, man, I want to get back to liking that. Right. So I would ride my bike in 95 degree heat. You know, I tumbled down a hill, sunstroke, penned up back at the doctor's, mm-hmm. broken eardrum, uh, you know. A flat tire when you were eight miles away from the house on your bike. Oh, that was crazy. Remember? Yeah. I almost died. Yes, I remember. Wow. My memory isn't a spirograph. Gina was talking to me about that. She's like, do you remember like you were so sick and you were so red like a lobster? You were throwing up. Yes. Couldn't breathe. I, maybe I've gone too far into the sun direction, right? I mean, at that time, yeah, it's weird. Well, because that how much of that was, yeah, how that much was of that accident. was intentional? It wasn't so. like I planned on popping my tie. Right. But anyway, so I feel like... Thank you for shortening the word tire <laughs> to tie. <laughs> so anyway, well, I don't want to bore the people with the same words over and over. So... You know, I wanted to get back into the summer, summer of like sweat and grease and mud and Chickens. chicken jizz yes. and, uh, you know, all the stuff that you like to have in the summer that's on you. And, you know, I like being outside in the sun. I like to wake up and go out, walk outside. I feel the sun hitting me and the hot, you know, the heat. And I'm like, oh, yeah. But I want to, A, I don't want anything in my pockets, B, I don't want any covering on my arms. I want to have a sleeveless summer, a tank top summer. But I just feel like you can't do it without being judged. People can't think like, that guy's a dick. He's wearing a tank top. Oh, yeah. So Gina got me what? Yes. Celtics. Very kind of her. I was like, this is great. She's like, yeah, you can wear it when you go to your mom's pool. I'm like, cool. The other day, wake up, throw my tank top on. I'm doing errands. She keeps giving me these eyes and looking at me and rolling her eyes. I'm like, what's going on here? You, You got me this tank top. She's like, I didn't think you were going to wear it in public. She goes, and I also didn't look closely at it. I didn't realize it had camouflage all over it. So it has camouflage on it, which I didn't even look at. Yeah, I wonder why people would think you're a mudslinging. <laughs> Rednecking. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what rednecking is. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I want a tank top summer. I feel like I can't have it. But regardless, I wore a tank top at the pool. I'm feeling great. SPF 4. Brad sizzling in the corner with an SPF 100 and a fucking winter coat and a, and a Russian hat eating at crazy corner bagels. Duh. Um, Duh. Yeah, I think the SPF 100 is funny. That is a funny I, number. It, honestly, it was like what was there. And I, and I think I got it when we went on our float trip last year <laughs> because, we, because we were going to be out in the sun, we thought, for five hours straight. <laughs> if you went to the store yep. and they didn't have that much sunscreen, how <laughs> how high of a number of sunscreen would you be like, no, that's too much SPF? I, you know, it, I, I don't want to burn, so I, I don't care if it's SPF 1 million. <laughs> what if it literally said SPF 2000? Yeah, sure, it, it doesn't mean anything. After after like 30, it doesn't mean much to me. Like the really? Dif- the difference is... Would you switch down to 30? I you know I've worn thirty. That's that's what I I was gonna say. I have under my bathroom cabinet. I have I think two things of SPF thirty and one thing of SPF one hundred that happened to be in the front, which is what I grabbed. <laughs> and that was it. If you like, like I mix them all together. This is SPF one hundred and sixty. Yes, that's funny. Yes, that's how it works. Um, 
I so put you, down a base coat. You think there's not <laughs> you think there's not a difference between 30 and 100? I mean, there is a difference, but I, I think for an adult, it is uh, functionally Diff- the know, same. Yeah. Interesting. You know, for like an infant, SPF 200 or SPF 100 makes sense. Really? Yeah, because their skin is super, super sensitive. Is it translucent? I don't, well, I, Somewhat? I, at some age it is, but I don't know if by the time you're slathering on sunscreen, if your child's skin is translucent, you probably shouldn't take them outside. Yeah, I was going to say. They may be a vampire. Like a bubble boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. By the way, I, I'm sorry, as, as, as we, uh, you, you mentioned something earlier about being at the office, I, I think I owe you an apology. <gasps> so several weeks ago. SPF. We talked about you parking in the handicapped space mm-hmm. uh, outside of the office because you're too scared to walk to your car in the dark. Yes. And uh, first of all, I don't know if you noticed today, there's a car parked in the handicapped yeah, space, Massachusetts is. plates, uh, no handicap tag uh, or, or plaque. This or is anything. the second car and a different car yep. that you've seen in that spot that doesn't yep. have a handicap tag, not including mine. Yep. So last week... And just uh, to be clear to the people who didn't listen to that, I only park in that spot after midnight, and right. there's never been anyone here after midnight. Right. And I don't do it during the day whatsoever. Right. Not even in the, not even in the realm of possibility. So last week, uh, Chuck and I recorded a long uh, two-part episode that'll be out the next two weeks, episodes 525 mm-hmm. and 526. Mm-hmm. And uh, we recorded long into the night. Mm. It was like probably 1.15 when I left. Yeah. And I walked out to my car, which was parked very near your car. Uh, not in a handicapped space, right. either one of us. In the regular spots. Regular spots, which are literally like across, like one one car width apart, whatever, like mm-hmm. whatever. And uh, so I walked down the hallway. I'm like, wow, it's really dark in here. Mm-hmm. And then I walked outside and I'm like, oh, oh. Oh, yeah. And I understood. Yeah. I understood where you were coming from, that it is dark and it is frightening out there. Oh, yeah. And if And if your car was in the handicapped spot, it's right there when you come around the corner. Yep. And if it's not, it feels it feels like an extra thirty paces. Yeah. Right. And I was parked extra around the corner, so if I hit mm-hmm. my alarm to turn my lights on, I couldn't see that as mm-hmm. I exited the building. But if I had parked in the handicapped space or quite you know where you park right now, I probably would have been a little better in terms of having light when I walked out. Yeah, it's a but scary. I didn't, and I was like, oh, I get it. I understand yeah. now. <clears throat> It's a little um, scary out you there. know, not not that I'm uh, going to go on record as saying I would park there, but I understand why you do. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. So I am. Uh, I'm there. I can apologize now, to you. Now, wait. Now, this is going to be uh, turned in the future to like, yeah, Brad said it's okay to park in the handicapped space if you're scared. Yeah. <laughs> and I was scared at 3 p.m. outside of Market Basket. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I have an apology to make to you. Okay. So you said everyone was making fun of you for wearing SPF 100 on Sunday. Yes. I didn't realize that. I missed it. I missed the whole thing. I wish I had. <laughs> yes. Sorry, buddy. It's all right. I forgive you for not making fun of me for wearing SPF 100. <laughs> it is funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was quite the summer week, summer weekend, where it's like, you know, that day we spent five hours at the pool. We got roasted and toasted. Um, let's think of another one. Roasted, toasted, and something toasted. What is it? Roasted, toasted, and... Well, I already said roasted, so yeah. I can't say chicken. What would it be? Roasted, toasted, post, coast, dose, post, los, ghost, most, nost, post, roast, toast. All right, you think. I mean, I... I you got anything? Mostest is the one that, mm. that you can probably get to the easiest. Uh, well, you keep thinking about it. Roasted, toasted, and something the mosted, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's close. Yep. We'll think about it. 
So anyway, that day you had plans that night. Yes. You were going to some mystery house we've been to before. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I was like, today is a New England sea day. I'm a New England sea dog. I'm roasted, toasted, and boil roasted. I don't know what it is. Um, it's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I said roasted. Yes, you did. Um, you know, my parents have a saltwater pool. It's it's this perfect like New England like you know we're in Warren, Rhode Island. Is this perfect New England like? It's on a hill. The sun's hitting you all day. It's crazy. I'm like, I need seafood. We went to Quito's in Bristol, Rhode Island. Amazing seafood place. I just wrote an article for Motif Magazine. Actually, the article's out. I should say that, too. Uh, if you go to MotifRI.com, my new article where I find the best clam cakes in New England clam chowder in Rhode Island is out. I have crowned a winner. Winners. Quito's was in the top four of both categories. Went to Quito's. Got some delicious lobster bisque. We got some raw bar oysters, shrimp cocktail, fish and chips, and we got a lobster roll. Me and Jordan each got a lobster roll. And it was, and there was like, do you want the Connecticut lobster roll or the Rhode Island lobster roll? Ooh. Do you know the difference? No. Take a guess. What is it? Mayonnaise. Pretty good. What's the Connecticut? That's the Rhode Island. Come on. You can do this. Butter. Yeah. Whoa. You're Whoa. a New England lobster. Oh, man. No. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I see on your menu, you're making me choose, uh, you know, a woman's body is her own choice. What should I get? And she's like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, I don't like this. You have to respect my right to choose. I want half and half. And she said, we can do it. Wow. So we got a half lobster roll from Rhode Island with mayonnaise and half from, uh, wait, is it Rhode Island? I don't know where it's from, but it's, there's two kinds. One's with butter, one's with mayonnaise. Half and half. Perfect. Right at sunset. Golden hour. My skin is lighting up like a, like a stuck pig. You know what I mean? It's delicious. And we had a great night. Watched, have, you, have you ever seen a stuck pig? No. Okay. Watched Halloween 2018 that night. The perfect summer movie. Perfect summer movie. Everyone's running around having fun. It's got to be summertime in that movie. I yes. wasn't paying attention. Yes. And uh, made me too scared to come to the office because of the parking lot situation that uh-huh. you just detailed. Yep. I couldn't go work that night. Fell asleep watching it, which is the, is that the best feeling? Being in the sun all day than being at home in the air conditioning and like drifting to sleep by accident. Is there a better feeling than that? Probably, yeah. No, it's not. I mean, it's depends. Maybe eating a great popsicle in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, what? I was going to make a joke about the chickens that you grew up with. <laughs> well, that's how you get them. Yes. These are medicated popsicles. So, Kenan <laughs> just pecking a popsicle. Brad's <laughs> putting his SPF in his hands and rubbing it together. <laughs> Uh, the P stands. Is that for, you like the, drugging the P- a chicken to have sex with? <laughs> the, P, the P stands for poultry. <laughs> guess, guess what the F stands for? <laughs> that's, that's why he uses SPF 100. That's how many chickens he can get in an ounce. So uh, <laughs> it's the weirdest line of jokes in the history of the Chuck and Brad podcast. So, Fell asleep watching Halloween. Gina's screaming at me. Are you asleep? Are you asleep? I'm just pretending I don't hear her. Or watched the whole thing. It was great. Very spooky. Spooky movie. I'm not good at falling asleep watching movies. How about Jurassic Park? No, too scary. I thought it was so comfortable. Remember I yelped in the theaters? <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yes. That was like 50 years after it came out. You're like, ah, Raptor! <laughs> it startled me. It did. Um, we saw it like in a re-release in theaters. And yeah. it was in three. <laughs> Flipped out. That's actually true. Threw milk duds all over the place. I love the idea. The fact that it was 3D made you 
everywhere <laughs> like I looked. Like, lose your shit. <laughs> That's what happened. No, it was just the startlement. <laughs> You're saying it had nothing to do with the fact. This is a movie you've seen a hundred times. It's a movie I had seen twice at that point. <laughs> it was in 3D for the first time, and you screamed. You shrieked. I yelped. <laughs> it was because it was in 3D. Anyway, great day. I'm like, all right, that was our that was our summer day. We had enough sun. You know, both my eardrums are punctured. I'm feeling great. All the all the grass on the hill is matted down. <laughs> yeah, all the all the medicine balls, all the all the uh, what are they called? Exercise balls. They're all flat. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the remnants all over my parents' yard. We're, we're just too big to do it now. Yeah, we're tumbling. And uh, next day, wake up. Gina's like. Wake up, wake up, wake up. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. By the way, all weekend, I'm staying up till five in the morning by myself playing punch out for NES. I got to get to Tyson. I got to beat this guy. Yep. I read about what he did. It invigorated me. I'm like, I'm going to take him out of this game. Good thinking. <laughs> well, I was like, I'm going to get him back for this. Guess how much he made for punch out? I have no idea. Take a guess how much they licensed Tyson for to make punch out. How much did they make, first of all, you think? Oh, they made millions. Millions, billions. Uh, how much did they pay for him? Like 65000 $50,000. Wow. Fucking Tyson. Wow. You know why? He wasn't Tyson when they licensed it. Oh. He was an up and comer. Yeah. And then what, Buster Douglas? Who he, beat him? He he lost, yeah, he lost to Buster Douglas. Right. So that happened after the game came out. Yes. And Nintendo was like, we don't need this guy. Yeah, nope. And so it wasn't, it wasn't the rape charges. That was way later. Yes. So that probably, you know. It didn't help. Well, that took him out of Mike Tyson's power punch. Oh, okay. Uh, Allegedly, yeah. which is a later game of a much lower quality. So anyway, Mike Tyson's Punch Out, one of the best games ever, and uh, I decided to beat it this weekend because I'm watching. You know what I love to do is I love to sit on my bed, lay down, hug my dog. You know she licks my eardrums, they heal. I put on video game documentaries on YouTube. It's my favorite thing in the whole world is to be like this asshole from Kentucky put together a 45 minute documentary uh, about Ducktales two. And I'm like, oh, like it's the best thing in the world. Hey, get rid of the chickens. Put on video game documentaries on on uh, YouTube. Right. Forget my great popsicles. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I take the great popsicle yes. and I just watch it. Love it. Um, and I was watching the gaming historian who is like super high quality, who makes super high quality videos. Talk about Punch Out. You know why Punch Out came to be? I have no idea. You ready for this? They were like, you know what? How many racial stereotypes can we fit in a game? They're not racial. Soda Popinski? Bald Bull? Who's Bald Bull? What's he from? He's from uh, the Middle East, right? He's, I, th- I thought he was a matador. Yeah. Right. I mean, I just made that up. I don't know if that's true. Uh, Don Flamenco seems more matadorian yeah, than Bald Bull. Yeah, Flamenco. You're what right. About, what about the great... What about Glass is it, Joe? Was it the Great Tiger? Great Tiger. E-Honda? Nope. Honda? There's yeah. a Honda in it. Piston Honda. Piston Honda. Is yeah. that who you're talking about? No, I'm talking about the one that was... Oh, the, the Indian guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His gem flashes? Yep. Yeah, they're representing everybody. But anyway, Nintendo made Donkey Kong. Okay. Right? Sound yep. like Donkey Kong? Love Donkey I'm Kong. I'm familiar with the game Donkey Kong. I love Donkey Kong. I love Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kong Country Returns. Mario versus Donkey Kong. He's one of my faves. Yeah. Made Donkey Kong. They were like, let's get a million... Let's get a fucking, we want to, we need a million monitors for Donkey Kong. It's doing so good. But then they're like, oh no, all these arcades already have Donkey Kong. They're not buying our monitors, right? Yep. We got to make a new game that utilizes two monitors so that whenever we sell it, we can get rid of these fucking monitors. Ah. And someone's like, what about a boxing game? <laughs> yep. Where the, the bottom guy is this puncher, and the top guy is your enemy or whatever. 
and you know punch out was originally an arcade game yes and so that's why they made punch out wow because wicked popular they were going to bring it to consoles 50 50k to tyson you know all this stuff right anyway watching this documentary how much went to the popinski family <clears throat> not enough i didn't i didn't know what they were going to do with it by the way it was originally vodka drunkenski wasn't yeah, it something like that mm. yes it was an alcohol thing mm. what what are you saying i'm just saying you got a russian guy getting drunk on vodka we talked about this years ago in the podcast i'm not good at racial stereotypes so i don't know what that is i don't know what that means inski vodkinski i don't know what that is the russian guy getting drunk on vodka doesn't strike you as a racial stereotype is he russian oh because inski yeah I can't. I don't also, mean, I'm pretty sure it tells you what country they're from in the game. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. it's kind of common for boxers to be like, this person represents this, this person represents sure. this, whatever. Irish Mickey Ward. Yes. So anyway, Conor McGregor. More of a UFC guy than a boxer. <laughs> I don't know anything about anything. I know you don't. So, so uh, I'm like, I got to beat Tyson. I got to take him out. Robin Givens. And so I go to play any, I get to play punch out. Right. It's pretty hard. Yes. I don't know if you've ever played it. It's a challenging game. Yes. Yeah. Start playing it. So all the weekend nights, we're having fun, fun, fun till the daddy takes the T-bird away yep. during the day. At night, I'm knocking out Tyson left and right. You know, playing the different ones, punch out for Wii, trying to get my old Wii working, my Wii U. Right. Having so much fun playing punch out. Gina wakes me up Monday morning. She's like, wake up, wake up. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, we were all in the sun yesterday. I'm blistered. I'm just, you know, I'm sticking yeah, to the bed. You're like, oh, I wish I had a higher SPF on my sunscreen. Right. Yep. I'm like, my sores are open. I'm stuck to the bed. I'm, I'm like peeling my arm off the bed because of all the pus from the sunburn. And she's like, we're going out in the sun again. I was like, yeah. And she's like, I, re- we, I rented electric bikes. And I was like, woo. Yeah. Because I fun. love electric bikes. Good time. Went down to Bristol, Rhode Island, the next town over from ours. They have these bikes and they have a thing called pedal assist. So when you pedal... You basically go like 20 miles an hour, even though you're pedaling like a regular person and you have a throttle too. Yeah. We're zipping. I'm going up a lighting pole. I'm jumping from building to building. It's like, it's like uh, Dave Mira's BMX. Yeah, it basically is. Yeah. I feel like I'm in Tony Hawk Pro Skater with my own electric bike. Yep. I'm flying through town, going up and down and breaking all the laws. So many people, I put up, I put up a story of myself on Instagram. You're, you're collecting the S, the K, the A, the T, but yep. you can't find the E. <laughs> yes. I put up a story on Instagram of me like zipping around with electric bikes and everyone's messaging me. You're going through stop signs. You're going through stop signs. I'm like, (laughs) shut up. I'm having some fun in my life. You know what I mean? (laughs) What are you? You're asking a rule, Meister? (laughs) You just said it's fun to park in handicap space. (laughs) You you have repeatedly said uh, something to the effect of, I hate... (laughs) bicyclists because they ignore the rules of the road you have repeatedly said that when we were in the car and someone in a bicycle getting it backwards (laughs) can i explain to you what i was saying please please all right here's what i was saying yes please justify (laughs) i hate when bicyclists yes pretend that they're cars so they say i'm a car and they're like going on a bridge they're going on the highway you're driving with a bicycle in between you and another car that's too much. I don't, get the man out of here. I don't want to bump into a man. Okay. I want the car. I want to bump into a car. So, but if you're doing that, right, you can't then go through stop signs and go through red lights. Right. You got to adhere to the rules of the road. But when you're on an electric bike, if you're just a pedestrian on the sidewalk, having a nice time, talking to the old ladies, zipping around, Tony Hawk, then you can ignore all the rules. Mm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You, do you agree with this? No. I think you ignoring stop signs and stoplights is inherently dangerous. 
What if I look first? Yo, then you're fine. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was doing. Oh, they're not stop signs on an illegal road. Where are the stop signs? They're on a bike path. All right. What does that mean? It means they're there for your safety. They're just there for suggestion. No! <laughs> well, I'll put it this way. This. Let's try this way. We were on a bike path the other day. Yes, we were. Did we really stop at every stop sign and look both ways? Or do we just look and say, hey, whatever? Or were there stop signs? You don't even know. That's how much you don't no, care about I, them. No, I do know because there were no cross streets where we were. Oh, yeah. On, we were the, on the isthmus. Yeah, we were on the, connects, on the water. Uh, that, that goes over the river. Mm -hmm. So in that case, there were no stop signs. Well, yeah. I'm having fun on the, on the bike all path. Right, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you had fun and I'm glad you were safe. We're zipping around. We went all the way from Bristol to like the end of Barrington we found and found the secret tape. Yeah. But it, but it was more like in direct sunlight. Yeah. Like we're zipping around and you do pedal. It's not like you're just yeah. like sitting there. You pedal a lot. You just go faster than you normally would. But the sun is just baking my brains and it's, you know, it's melting my hair. Like it's crazy. I'm going, I'm, I'm driving so much. Come back. I'm like, oh my God. Gina's like, let's go out to eat at this restaurant that's out in the sun. I'm like, ah, oh. so... The sun, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm already told you in this podcast how much I like to be in the sun and the heat. That's correct. So I'm like, okay, okay. I keep saying these things. So I like it, but I can see that like my fingernails are sliding off. <laughs> like my body's basically- You've got radiation poisoning at <laughs> yeah, this point yeah, from the sun. Yeah, yeah. My, yeah. My knuckles are poking through my skin. Bone and, claws. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, can we go home and so I can, you know, rest? And she's like, let's go to, let's go to Fall River, which is like 25 minutes away from where we were. Right. We go there. We're in the sun. We're walking around Old Navy, TJ Maxx. Famously known for their skylights. I went to Savers. Yep. I found Five Will Goes West on Z VHS. Wow. <laughs> Successful day. And then I brought it to the front and Gina's like, what's this? And I'm like, it's Five Will Goes West on VHS. So we, like, why are you <laughs> yes. asking me that? And the, and the girl that was ringing us out, she was like, um, it's Five Will Goes West. Like nice. she was like that. And Gina's like, uh, I never heard of Five Will Goes West. And, and she's and the girl with the counter was like, um, I grew up in Texas. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. And, which is like <laughs> ridiculous, ridiculous uh, justification. Yes. Um, Five Will Goes West, part of the Don Bluth Animation Company. Yes. He made all these movies with like Rodney Dangerfield as Rover Dangerfield. It was like a Disney competitor of right. the 90s of these animated movies, including one of my favorites, Rock-A-Doodle. Yes. Love Rock-A-Doodle. Remember that? Remember you watched that movie? I don't know if I've watched it. Should I declare? You're like the little cat. Are you, uh, okay. He wears a coonskin hat, oversized shirt. I mean, just because You're going to be insulted. Just You're going to be insulted. Just because I'm dressed the exact same as him right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Who, write in chuckandbrad.gmail.com. Have you seen Rock-A-Doodle? What a great movie. <laughs> Chanticleer is the name. You know, it's the story of Elvis. Yeah, except, yeah. She, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's one of, the, one of the parts of it is that he sings at the he, farm he, every he day. He overdoses on painkillers? He sings at the farm every day. Yeah, he's, he's a he's chicken. Like, he's like, hi, to do. And Farmer Chuck walks up and he's like, oh, no. <laughs> Chanticleer comes out and he's like, hi, to do. What a day. The sun is shining brightly. How to do. What a day. And he sings the sun awake every day. That's very nice of him. Right? Then he becomes a huge star like Elvis. Mm -hmm. And someone, how does he do that? And also sing the sun up every day. But anyway, someone comes to fight him at the farm in the darkness. And the sun comes up without him. And he realizes that it wasn't him waking the sun up every day. That's a pretty good story beat. Yeah. Anyway, love Five Goes West. Love the Mouskovitz. American Tale. Rock-A-Doodle. Rover Dangerfield. Steven Spielberg produced Five Goes West. I know. Great one. Have you seen that? 
Yes. Yes, years ago. John years Candy? Ago. Years ago. Who's the cat? I don't I honestly I don't remember. I love it. Like years ago. If we get not in those. theaters, then we rented it like gotta, as a family. We gotta watch it. It's on a great VHS. Western. I got it on VHS. Yeah. And I got a, a tape player. Anyway, so she's like, you know, you're getting five of goes west. I was like, can we please go home? We've been we've been in the sun for days, me and Brad in the Isthmus. Then the day after that, we're at the pool. Then we go out to dinner. Day after that, we're riding the electric bikes. She's like, all right, let's go home. I go home, peel off all my clothes, right? all the sores, and like I said, the pus. Yeah, gross. Get in bed. I'm falling asleep. She's like, wake up, wake up. I'm like, what is going on? She's like, we have to go to my mom's house tonight. I told me we visit my mom. I was like, oh, my God. So we went to her mom's house until like 1030. But, and then I came to work after that. At midnight, I came to work last night. Right. But man, what a tiring weekend. But a great weekend. My arms are pink. I love that there are people who are like, yeah, I, I built a roof. <laughs> All weekend in direct sunlight. And you're like, whoa, the pool. Oh, my goodness. It was so exhausting. I bought five of goes west. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're like, they're, they're, they're counting out old pennies that they got from like the trains have run over so that they can afford a McDouble. And you're like, woohoo. <laughs> to do what a day. <laughs> you're singing the sun awake every morning. The, side of the, pool. the sun is shining brightly. I'm poking my own eardrum. Yep. <laughs> Just for the memory. Oh, man. But we, but you, you know, being in the sun can take it out of you. Absolutely. You're, you're, you're the SPF 100 guy. You're wearing a yeah. long sleeve t shirt at the beach. I felt tired Sunday afternoon and I left at like 4 30 after being in the sun for like three hours. <laughs> With SPF 100. Well, it doesn't matter. There's you're still the heat. Brad, I'm still being sad. had one of those hats that's <laughs> it's like an umbrella strapped to his head. <laughs> Have you ever won that? I haven't, but <laughs> my father requested <laughs> that I buy it for him from Amazon because he doesn't know how to use Amazon. So I have I have purchased those hats. <laughs> Does he wear them? I have not worn them. I think he wore them because the kids would think they're funny. Oh, come for on. For like a second. Oh, I wish it w- it, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if he mowed the grass wearing it one time. Your dad's like... Uh, Insane. Yeah. He's like one of those cool like cool people. He's too cool for everything. <laughs> He's not. Yep. That's <laughs> my not. dad. Too cool. Dick Brad's roar. dad likes to invent water slides and different versions of cornhole games. That's correct. That's pretty cool. What if I had made you make you a Chuck and Brad podcast cornhole game for Christmas? Uh, it's weird because he's he's not the 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 painter, the artiste. Oh, it'd have to be me and your dad. Yeah. And you're like, where are you? How come you're not? Where I'm? I'm not here to podcast. Where are you? And I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. And he's like, who's that? And you're like, wait, is that my dad? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then I call him and I hear you in the background. You hear in the background here. Try to do what a day. I don't know what that first word he says is. I change it every time. Um, anyway, I'm sunbaked, man. I'm a baked potato. You put some butter on me. I'm delicious right now. I will just too much. not. Uh, I assure you. But that was my weekend. It was just a sunbaked weekend after weeks of work. I just had so many products in a, in a row. Walt texted me Saturday. You're a Chanticleer. Go sing the sun away. You got an extra week on this next video. You know how to do what a day. And I finally got some really time to really hitting that reference. I didn't sing it that time. That right. was a change. Okay. I had some time to chill out. Now I'm back to work. We're podcasting and we can start the podcast now. Yes. All right. So welcome <laughs> to episode 524. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Got some cool news for Brad on this week's podcast. Thank you. From comingsoon.net. One of our best most reliable sources. I think you should leave 
with Tim Robinson set season two premiere date for July 6th. Wow. I think you should leave is a sketch comedy show that was uh, Netflix. Yes. And uh, very alt comedy. Oh, I'm, I'm crazy. sure people have seen the memes of yes. uh, the guy in the hot dog suit who crashes the hot dog car through the, the shop window and uh, is like, oh, let's find out who did this. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, that, that was in the first it season? Was, yeah. I never saw that. Yes, you did. What the fuck's going on? Yep. I told you the sun is baking my brains. Keep going. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh it's it's uh there were like six 15 minute episodes. That's hilarious. Was, was and I never one. saw that? Yes. Oh, you fuck. And so I how long is how many episodes is season two gonna be? Do we know at length, episode length? Do we know any of that? Um it says busy watching the hot dog video. Yes. Um no, but it has a trailer which we did not watch yet. Executive producers include Andy Samberg, Akiva, and Yorma Tokone of The Lonely Island, which I love. Um, I thought season one was super funny. Season one was really funny, very out there. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, they had the, uh, what was it? The World's Most Beautiful Baby? Was that what it's called? Yeah. There's a sketch about like the world's most beautiful baby, and it's supposed to kind of be like American Idol, but about babies. And it's I, honestly the first time I watched it, me and Gina laughed so hard I almost died. Yeah, it was so fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, very excited for that. Other stuff that I saw that's cool. Space Jam Two is coming out. We're hoping to do a big podcast about it. Ray and I had a knockdown, dragdown fight this weekend at two a.m. When I'm trying to fucking focus on beating Mike Tyson, Ray Harrington, our buddy has to call me at 2 a.m. to shove this up my ass. He's, he's kind of trying to protect Mike Tyson when you think about it. Uh, that You know what? You wouldn't be the first one of them he's trying to protect. That's all I'm going to say, okay? okay. <laughs> he says to me, we're talking, we're discussing Space Jam 2. I'm like, Ray, me and Brad have a great idea for a Space Jam 2 episode of the podcast where you come on and we do our famous Pitch Doctors segment where we all bring our own IP mashup to the table. IP meaning like any sort of, you know, intellectual property. It could be Flintstones meets the Munsters. Um, you know, because Space Jam 2 looks like it's going to be like an IP mashup movie. I go, I want us all to bring our own to the table. Talk about IP mashup movies. We can do this great legendary podcast. Ray starts talking to me about it. And I go, oh, you know what's funny? You know what's the first IP mashup I could think of that's actually a great movie? Did I tell you about this? Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue. No, oh. but that is a good one. Thank you. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, well, that was certainly a mashup. You know what Ray said? Nah, it's not an IP mashup to me. Oh. I said, why not? He goes, eh, they're all cartoons. I go, it's it's all the Warner Brothers cartoons, it's all the Disney cartoons, all the Disney characters from movies. Like They have like Betty Boop in it. He's like, nah, it's just not to me. And he kept like trying to come up with reasons. I'm like, dude... IP mashup means these different IPs, intellectual properties, being mashed up together. This is just a definition. It's not really, yeah. there's not really a, an opinion to be had here. And he's like, nah, not to me. They're not it. Hmm. And I was like, Oof. I just pretended his fucking fat face was Mike Tyson and I fucking knocked that piece of shit out. It didn't get me. <laughs> when it was Mike Tyson, I wasn't that passionate about <laughs> yes. it. But then Ray said that Who Framed Roger Rabbit's not an IP mashup movie. You're like, oh, this really. He was about to say that Five Goes West wasn't the best Western of all time, but <laughs> yes. I hung up the phone. Good. Um, but anyway, we're excited for Space Jam 2 in the same way that, you know, from a like a, uh-huh, what kind of standpoint, because it's going to be so bizarre. Right. We want to do a special episode about it. 
So I'm excited for the release for that reason. I don't think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be strange. Right. Like, you know, it's going to be LeBron James with the Looney Tunes, but in the crowd is like He-Man, <laughs> the Flintstones, and uh, Catwoman from Batman Returns. It's fucking bizarre. Right. Wizard of Oz, Game of Thrones characters are in it. It's yeah. so strange. Um, but they just released a thing today as a promotional tool, and it's a fake... ESPN 30 for 30 about Space Jam 2. Right. As if it really happened. And it's a six minute video. It's legitimately funny. That's great. Well written. Not super well acted. Ah, well. But the jokes in it made me laugh. Yeah. Um, check it out. Look for it on YouTube. Space Jam 30 for 30. Really made me laugh. They're treating it like it's a real documentary. Interviewing like Bugs Bunny, LeBron James, all the Looney Tunes. And all the basketball players that are in it. Nice. And uh, it's it's just had a, had a bunch of good jokes in what I watched. Let's see. What else? Did you hear about Rob Zombie? I did. Rob Zombie is making a, a Munsters film. What is that correct? fuck? How could that be? I mean, you know, directors make movies. IPs are up for sale. Interest has to be revived. I like... So it's weird because like, you know, we've we've seen um, the Rob Zombie Halloween movies. Yes. I really like the first one. Uh, we've seen uh, Devil's Rejects, which I like a lot. And I've seen some other Rob Zombie movies that I thought were okay. Do you think he's going to be like Rob Zombie in this? Like, is it going to be like gnarly and fucked up and like insanely dark? I don't know. Um, I, I, I don't know where they're at in the... Uh like in the in the pre-production or like I don't know if there's a script or, or any of that. Right, right. Uh, I'm sure the visuals are going to be pretty great. Well, I guess from from your own personal standpoint, do you do you think that the people that own the monsters, whoever they may be, would let him like make like a dark, scary, weird version one that's fucked up? It's weird because I I I don't know if you remember 2012. Mm -hmm. That's what I was looking up on my phone. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they made Mockingbird Lane. Brian Fuller developed it, and it was like kind of the the pilot for what would be a reimagining of the monsters. Mm, no, uh, I don't know about this. Jerry O'Connell and Portia de Rossi and, and things like that. And it they aired it as a special around Halloween and it never got picked up as a series. Wow. And so, so is, is it the monsters the monsters characters are in it? Yeah. Wow. Uh, except it was called Mockingbird Lane. It, you right. know, kind of a, an updating and a reimagining. So, right. you know, they're open to alternative takes on the monsters, but I don't know that this will be like, you know, what's the, the three Three Psychos from Hell or whatever it's called. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three uh, three from Hell. Three from Hell. Uh, I don't know that this, you know, Captain Spaulding, may he rest in peace, is not going to make an appearance. So I, I guess the idea of Rob Zombie making a PG film yeah. seems unlikely. Right. But is it going to be like a gore fest? That also seems unlikely because yeah. the monsters are, you know, thematically a, a comedy. Yes, exactly. So, That's what I'm wondering about. We'll see. Yeah. Pretty cool, though. I mean, yeah. like, you know. I always, we, me and Brad always talk about the idea of like, what if someday they make a movie where they're like, no trailer, this is Rob Zombie's like the monsters, you know, it could be anything. Yeah. Would you go see it in theaters with no look at what it's going to be like? And I think that'd be the most fun. Right. I did have that experience seeing The Ring for the first time. Yes. Uh, when, before I saw any advertisement for it and it spooked me good. Oh yeah. Oh God. Cause I had no idea. I thought it was like a bachelor party movie or like a... I thought it was like a, the hangover. Right. And they're like, you know, they they like someone ate the ring and they got to poop it out. You yep, know what I mean? Yep. Something like that. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Well, no, it didn't. Hmm. That's what I assumed. Yes. Um, but uh, anyway, Rob Zombie Munster is pretty cool. I think that's fun. What else is new? Oh, you're not. You didn't know about this. And I'm going to tell you about it. All right. Thank you. You're going to. I don't even know if I can bring myself to tell you. 
Insomniac Games. This is from uh, ComingSoon.net. Insomniac Games Sunset Overdrive originally came out in 2014 for the Xbox One. That's correct. Uh, but it never came to PlayStation systems. It did not. But given a few cheeky tweets. Huh? Cheeky tweets. The best kind of tweets. That might be changing. Oh. <clears throat> the Sunset Overdrive Twitter account breathed its first breath since 2018, which prompted a response from the official PlayStation Twitter account. While it might just be an innocent crossover, this has led some to believe that a remaster of the game, a sequel, or both are coming to PS5. Um, Fizzy, the soda-infused mascot for Sunset Overdrive. Now, I'll say this. <clears throat> Sunset Overdrive is one of my favorite games of all time. Mm -hmm. It's essentially like if they took Saints Row and combined it with like Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Right. Uh, they, you know, it's a, it's a third-person shooter... But for some reason, they have this like grinding element to yeah. it, to going on all these different things, and you just yeah, traverse there's, the there's levels. Some in jet a fun grind way. radio in the DNA of this game. Yes, totally. Fizzy, the soda infused mascot from Sunset Overdrive, tweeted its first tweet since November 2022, 2018, by saying, What the heck? Did anybody hear that? Uh, Insomniac Games then tweeted about Sunset Overdrive, showing Fizzy coming from a purple rift. The same purple rifts in Ratchet and Clank uh, rifts apart. Hmm. There's also this is also part of the Ratchet, Rivet, and Clank takeover of Insomniac Games account where the studio is tweeting as though they are they are the three characters. Okay. While already quite a coincidence, the PlayStation Twitter quote tweeted one of those tweets with some googly eyes. Ah. All of this seems to point something related to a sunset over to Sunset Overdrive and the coming in the future. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which is Ratchet and Clank is a game series I don't know anything about. It's coming out on Friday. It's possible it could be some sort of crossover. Okay. However, some are thinking it's a sequel or a remaster of the first game. Um, interesting there's an alleged leak from earlier this year that claims both are coming the leak in question says that Sunset Overdrive refreshed edition an updated version of the 2014 original is coming to PS4 and PS5 the same leak also lists that Sunset Apocalypse a PS5 exclusive sequel is coming at some point in the future wow dude I'll tell you this okay I'll stick this in your pipe thank you it's a very long pipe. I can't reach the end a of it. A Sunset Overdrive sequel right. would get me to buy a PS5. Oh, interesting. How do you feel? Weigh in. I, I mean, I would play it. The The reason I want to get a PS5 is for the Horizon Forbidden West or whatever game, the, the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm. Uh, and also, you know, I like to have things. You sure do. And uh, so, yeah, that's... Uh, that's a really intriguing con like as you were talking about I'm like you know I wouldn't get it for a, a remaster no me neither but a sequel how 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 passionate are you about the Sunset Overdrive the original game I, I enjoyed it uh, quite a bit and yeah. it was one that it took me a while to get into and yeah. you're like well, did you get the air dash I'm like what air dash and you're like changes the game changes the game and once I got the air dash I yeah. enjoyed it significantly more <sighs> Sunset Overdrive is one of my favorite games ever it's so good wow Sunset Apocalypse. I hope it happens. Holy you know, it, shit. It is, uh, it is E3 this weekend, which, which, you know, I'm a little sad. It used to be such a big thing for us. Yes, it like did. Like all the different video game companies oh. making their announcements. Yes. And that has kind of gone by the wayside as companies have, have had their own things. and You know, it's part of it that's gone by the wayside is companies have their own things, so there's not so much announcements at once. Right. But also, we're, we get to less of the video games, or that's I correct. do anyway. Do you, you still get to a lot of video games. I still get to some, but not as many. Really? Yeah, you know, well, I'm playing The Last of Us Part Two now, and yeah. it like came out last June. Yeah, true. Uh, or, or whenever it came out. It came out during the pandemic. I know that. What's, t what's tough, too, is because you I play less, yeah. I'm not into newer series. Right. So I'm like, I'm excited for 
Red Dead Redemption, yeah. Sunset Overdrive, Mario versus Donkey Kong, yeah. Punch Out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Five O Goes West. I like those kind of games. Um, but so they'll be like the new uh, what's what's the new game series? Among Us is that one? I mean, it's a game. I've, I've, I've never played Among Us. I did play Fortnite like twice, and I'm like, there's too much going on here. Yeah, I got to so, get out of here. So you know, I don't really know. You know, I don't really play a lot of the newest games. I don't. I don't. I'm not, to be honest, I don't even play some of the old series. Like I never played Halo. I never played Gears of War. Right. I never played God of War. If it was of War, I didn't play it. Right. That's how it went. That was my rule. I'm, yeah, we tried to get you to play Peace of War. <laughs> yeah, that was just very strange. Yes. Uh, all right, here's some news that you will not be excited for. Oh, yeah, my favorite kind. Well, and you were going to say, eh, I'm not excited for that, but I'm happy you're excited for that. Okay. Comingsoon.net. Right. New show on Disney+. Plus. Disney attractions around the world have long been enchanting visitors in magical ways for generations. To cel- celebrate the July 30th release of the Disney feature film Jungle Cruise, inspired by the Disney Parks attraction, which debuted in 1955 with the opening of Disneyland Park, Disney Plus will premiere all episodes of its newest original series, Behind the Attraction. The 10-part series, narrated by Paget Brewster, is that how say her name? Sure. Gives viewers an exclusive peek behind the curtain of the most beloved attractions and destinations at Disney parks and resorts. From Jungle Cruise to It's a Small World to Haunted Mansion to Disney's to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Now, I talked to you about the gaming historian on YouTube making yes. these great documentaries. Yep. There's another piece of shit on YouTube that I love. His name is Defunct Land. And he tells all these stories, but he tells stories about the whole you know documentary story of like this ride... This this ride that shut down, right? As opposed to current rides, but behind the attraction is going to be about the biggest rides, obviously the yeah. ones that are still successful, and it's going to be Disney produced, so you know it's going to be amazing. Right. So I'm very excited for behind the attraction. That sounds cool. Let's see. The last thing I got is just a really really strange uh, news piece from CNET. Okay. Loki charm cereal. Marvel Marvel gets marshmallowy for Disney Plus show. That's very funny. Did you hear about this? I did not. On Wednesday, when Loki premieres on Disney Plus, you won't have to wonder what kind of snack to serve for your viewing party. The mischievous Marvel antihero is taking over Lucky Charm cereal, transforming it into Loki Charms. Beautiful. The usual Lucky Charms mascot is Lucky Leprechaun, but Tom Hiddleston's trickster is replacing the packaging for a limited edition run of the cereal. Um. The famous catchphrase, they're magically delicious, has been tweaked to they're mischievously delicious. Ah, cute. Um, and they have a cute, like, cartoon uh, trailer for it. Does he capture him? What does he do? Uh, he just shows up. That's awesome. Yeah. I love stuff like that. I think some people are like, corporations, this stinks, man, down yeah. with corporate fat cats. I love a fat cat. I mean, if little Yachty can, uh, can be on boxes of Reese's Puffs. Ooh. Then Loki can be on boxes of oh, Lucky Charms. I, I love it. I think they did a great job. Yeah. I think that's cool. Um, by the way, I, I got to tell you, my little, excitement... Little blend of Norse and Irish mythology. <laughs> my excitement for the new Marvel Plus... Disney Plus show, Loki, yep. from the Marvel movies, I think it's going to be fucking awesome. I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with it. I watched a video tonight. What'd you uh, watch? 10 things to know before you watch... 10 things I hate about Loki. Yes. 10 things to know or remember before you watch Loki. Yeah. It was through Watch Mojo. What, did, what it, did you remember? Uh, I, you know, not enough because I'm like, I don't remember the plot of Thor or Thor the Dark World. Okay. Thor was about... Lo- Thor went to Earth... And then a big monster came that could see a big beam of light. Yeah. And he tried to attack him and Thor beat them all up. And Thor was like, I'm a fish out of water. Okay. 
right? That's Thor. Yep. Two, Thor two, Loki's in jail. Yep. For doing something. Uh, stealing, Thor, he needs stealing the Tesseract. Stealing the Tesseract. Thor needs his help yep. to go stop somebody. Uh, who does he need to stop? A real bad guy. The, the Dark Elves. Exactly. Yep. That's what I was I was, was going to say. The bad guy elves. Yep. And he's kind of a good guy. He pretends to cut off Thor's hand, but yep. Thor's hand grows. I mean, Thor's hand grows back. We yep. don't really understand what that means. Nope. Then at the end, Loki is free, and you think that the uh, Odin is back on the throne. Yep. But nope, it's Loki pretending to be Odin. Right. Pretty good. Very good. What did I miss? Um, you know, those were two of the ten things, and yeah. you know, some of it was like the history of the Tesseract and the mm-hmm. branching timelines, and yep. uh, will this feed into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? And uh, you know, it was it was a thirteen minute video while I while I ate my uh, hot dogs and potatoes. I got some I got some info about Loki. You want me to tell you it? Yeah, of course. Okay, this is I'd say this is pretty much spoiler free, pretty spoiler free. One. Loki is going to be hunting down other versions of Loki in this show. Yes. Okay. Pretty cool. Yep. They say he's like a wrong version, like he shouldn't be around because he's, you know, he warped out of, you know, the Avengers movie. Right. Two, the show is revolving around an overarching story that someone is running around in the multiverse and causing problems. Ooh. And you're not going to find out who that is until the end of the series. Wow. Could it be Chuck and Brad? Wow, alternate universe Chuck and Brad? No, actual universe Chuck and Brad. So let's see, opposites. So it would be evil Chuck and good Brad. Yes. <laughs> the very opposite of what we... You know what? Uh, that Brad is ri- riding his, his summer bike through stop signs. <laughs> We're in SPF nary, 15. <laughs> nary a care in the world. Um, yeah, but Loki, uh, I think it's going to be awesome. I mean, I loved WandaVision. I loved Captain America and the Winter Soldier. So what, what are the chances this is going to be bad? I, I, I love Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson, so oh. I think we're going to be in good hands. I saw a little image today, and it's like Taika Waititi. He's like, I'm so psyched about the next Thor movie. And it had a picture of like him, uh, Chris Hemsworth, yep. Matt Damon, what's her name? Melissa McCarthy, Christian Bale, and someone else, because they're all in the, right. the new movie. Um, I mean, I think Matt Damon is probably... Matt Damon and Melissa McCarthy, I'm thinking, are making cameos because Matt Damon was, he played he was Loki. Actor. Yeah. He played Loki in like a play scene as a yeah. joke in the last movie. So, but still, man, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. But I'm excited for Loki. I think it's going to be great. All right, man. So that's pretty much all I have this week. Well, let me tell you uh, beefs with Brad. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> all right. So. Wait, beefs with Brad. Is that when we're mad at you or when you're I, mad? I, I'm and, mad. Okay. In the in this instance. So. Brad with beefs. Yes. Beefs with Brad is when we're mad at you. Yes. Brad with beefs is when you're this mad at something. This is a Brad with beefs. Okay. Um, I'm going to keep this as short as possible. Oh. No. I got all night. Uh, the, the app, the dating app, Bumble. Bumble. Uh, there was a woman who matched with me. And, and you know, I was ready to, uh, it's, you know. What does Bumble refer to? You, what does that name? Uh, you know, basically you, you swipe. It's no, but same, I mean, like, what does it mean? I, I like don't know. plenty of fish means there's plenty of fish in the sea. Right. Tinder. It's, yeah. What does that mean? Well, like you're uh, you're looking for a spark. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Bumble. You know, it's like you have a bee in the hive. Buzz, buzz, buzz. I I don't know. I didn't okay. name it. Oh, I like that. Um, so I was ready to delete the app. A woman matches with me. Yeah, and she is very attractive. Right. Very pretty. Yep. Um, some kind of accident. Yes. <laughs> 
She was like, I, I didn't understand which way was left and which way was right. I don't know what Bumble is. She's like, uh, she's like, I was rolling down a hill, a, a piece of grass pierced my eardrum. I didn't know which way to swipe. No, I can't believe I ever told you that story. So we, uh, so we were messaging back and forth, and uh, rolling down a hill. First of all, she's like, I'm a singer. I'm like, oh, what kind of singer? And she never really answered that. Right. And, uh, and first then, red flag. Well, and I'm then I, I first first red flag is that she swiped on me. Yep. Uh, so she basically, you know, I was talking about the podcast and she said, what's the name of your podcast? Yes. And I'm like, you know, you won't tell me if you're in a band or if you're like a lounge. Like I, <laughs> but like, here's the podcast, the Chuck and Brad podcast. And she's like listening now. And I'm like, oh, like listen to the Godzilla versus Kong episode. That's really like fun and funny. Yeah. And uh, she's like, I'm listening to the newest one. And which like, was? Which was, at the time, it was the Army of the Dead. Yes. And uh, and things like that. And uh, Or when I, you fought about the zombies couldn't be robots? Uh, yeah, I stand by that. <laughs> uh, and she <laughs> said, this is a really good podcast. And I said, good. I said, phew. Nice. And it's been uh, two weeks, a week and a half, and I haven't heard from her since she listened to our podcast. Did you refresh it today? I've refreshed it more than once. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm not staring at the app. This is yeah. a, a thing. But I'm like, did she hate the podcast so much? That wow. She doesn't is she still on the Bumble? Me? She's still on the Bumble. So it's not like she found someone new and deleted the app. All right. So she listened to it. You said few because she said it was funny or yep. something. Then what? Then uh, that was Memorial, the Saturday of Memorial Day weekend. On Memorial Day, I said, hey, I hope you're having a great weekend. Yes. Uh, and that you've uh, had some time to relax and that the podcast hasn't made you hate every podcast forever. Something like that. Because that's a funny way to say, what do you think of the podcast? Right. No response. No response at all. And I'm like, yeah, she's busy. Memorial Day weekend. She's out doing wow. things. She's singing. No response. She uh, She has ghosted me. And I think it's because of the podcast. I think, she, I, you know, is, is it possible that her take on Army of the Dead was like, yeah, zombie robots, robots are fine. Robots. Robots. That's yeah. cool yeah, they're, idea. They're bats that are robots. I get it. <laughs> Write that down. Yes. I'll put it right. I'll put it in your zombie zoo folder. It's a spinoff. <laughs> robots. Short From film. the directors of Zombie Zoo. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I think she, uh, Do you think you think you said anything offensive on that episode? I don't know what I would have said that was offensive. This today mm. is, was, was risk and biscuits and you know what you did with your chickens. Yeah. Uh, but that one, I'm like, I'm like, did I, did I come across as like, Hey, I don't want to, I don't, I don't like this kisses for Brad Roar nonsense. Oh yeah. And, uh, and did that come across as something or, you know, could it be a coincidence or could it have been a catfish all along and she listened to the podcast and, and, you know, or, you know, she, in quotes, listened mm -hmm. to the podcast and she's like, oh, I can't catfish this guy. Look at his life. Let's see. We start by talking about a... This, I'm reading the description of that episode. Yes. We start by talking about a fan account allegedly supporting me and my feelings and reaction. That's correct. And that was Kisses for Brad Roar. You did act react strangely to that. Yeah. Well, I still don't like it. How many insurrections does it take to be unfriended? Oh, you talked about, you know, someone on your Facebook group or yep. Facebook friends or whatever that was, I don't know, some sort of Republican. Yep. Maybe she's a Republican. Uh, I know she listed herself as uh, as as liberal. Okay, uh, we get into we talking to getting back into the swing of planning live shows. Yep. Uh, you talk about playing Call of Duty and how it feels like a waste of time. Yep. Uh, we talk about Jackass Four. She might be on Bam's side. Oh yeah, she might be like. Oh, we talked about the prank idea where we're going to drug someone and throw them out of an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed like it was pretty clear what spirit that conversation was in. <laughs> Serious. We then offer up a spoiler-free thoughts on Army of the Dead. 
Wow. So that's weird. Yeah. But it sucks because you never know if we made some sort of like side comment. No idea. That was like, you know. That the cross line and, and you know, it's not like she's she's saying like, hey, I don't want to talk anymore because of your feelings on robots. But also you're such a pussy. Oh it's, yeah. It's like insane. I'll be like, I'll be like, hey Brad, like, so do you like hats? And you're like, you know, I know that some people wear hats. That you'll seriously do stuff like that. I do. So so you I know that the, some people wear hats. So so instead of like answering a question whether you're for something or against it. You'd rather just completely skirt the question. You try to like weasel your way out of it. Maybe that's what she didn't like. <gasps> Wait a minute. No, I took a stand against robot zombies. Let's say this. That's the very end of the episode. Yep. The further into the episode she gets, the less likely she's still listening. So it's probably more likely it's something in the beginning. All right. I mean, she also said it's a good podcast. You, so. know, why, you know why she said that, I bet? Great intro. Yep. Then she hears the microphone quality and the sound quality oh, that's, of, yeah. of our mic quality, and you're at great editing. Yeah, right. That, you that, have, that, you have a clear intro. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't. Welcome to the podcast. It is a great podcast. She doesn't. Uh, she doesn't care about the 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 Talking, content. Right. She's just like, wow, the sound quality. Because I'm a singer, I understand these things. Well, Harmonics. Yeah. yeah. The sound. Well, the sound for models. Not just the sound quality, but like the format quality. We mm -hmm. have an intro where we explain what we are. Mm -hmm. You have it every week. You open. We kind mm -hmm. of are friendly. We're inviting. I I would say. 45 seconds into our podcast, the majority of people that listen to it would say, yeah, this sounds like a good podcast. Yeah. And then, and then when we get into like the chicken fucking and yeah, all that Chuck's, stuff. Chuck's <laughs> tank top dilemma, they're like, I'm out of here, man. Well, it's I've like, had enough of this. I'm going through stop signs. I'm fucking chickens as a child. I'm parking in handicapped spots. Maybe she didn't like me. <gasps> also possible. No, wait, hold on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> No. What if she's like, I can't be, I, I can't be with this guy. Uh, by the way, also at some point I was like, Hey, if you want to move off the app, here's my number. You can text me. No text stayed on the app. So like, wasn't willing to, to move forward. And that was that. before the podcast that was before the podcast. She's already and, hesitant. Know, yeah. Online dating is, is weird and bizarre and terrible and horrible. But you talked to her a lot too, right? Yeah. You know, enough. And, and again, this is not like, I, I'm not weeping every night. Yeah. I just think it's interesting that she's like, oh, let me listen to your podcast. And then she never speaks to me again. Wow. Yeah. I, and I shouldn't say never. It's been a week and a half. Maybe she's seeing this other guy, but she's like, oh, I'm going to keep right, Brad on the back right. burner, the Brad right. burner. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and then she'll listen to this episode yes. because obviously she's a, she's a Chuby. diehard Chuby at now this she's point. A she'll Chuby listen to one episode ours, yeah. and she's going to be like, oh shit, I, I, can, I can't believe I did this to this yeah, guy. Yeah. Like. I should probably at least say like, hey. He's having so much fun in the summer. Right, yeah. Wow. Um, and you know, like I want to continue talking to her. Of course I do. Well, here's what I say to the Chubies. Yep. Write in chuckandbradgmail.com or yep. go to chuckandbradpodcast.com and find the email link. All of our Chubies, have we said something that sexually turned you off recently? Yes. And let us know what it was. Yeah, it was Chuck's arms. No, they can't see that. Chuck's tank top arms. Well, see, that that's the problem is I think if they did see it, they would be turned off. Oh, okay. That's the problem with the world. Even though I'm trying to do my curls, I'm doing my, you know, I'm doing my bicep curls. I do. You're getting, uh, yeah, buys and tries. My, Gina shaved my arms this weekend. You I, saw that. Yeah. And then we, we ran into friends out, like they were dining out with like their extended yes. family and you're like, Hey, Gina shaved my arms tonight. And I'm like, what the hell is this? That's not what I said. Mm. Do I know what I really said? What'd you really say I to said, this group hey, of strangers? Excuse me, and I took the glass. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. ding, 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 "Excuse ding, 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 me, ding, ding, ding. excuse yeah. me," and I said, "You got? I'm a, sorry about my arms. You got a PA system." I said, "I'm sorry about my arms. I'm wearing a tank top. Yep. That is, I'm ridiculed for by yep. some of my friends. I glared at you. 
Gina shaved my arms tonight, but they're still very white. It looks like two ghosts are escorting me out of a club. Yes. But tomorrow I plan to tan them and bring them to normal arm color. So I'm sorry that you have to eat and look at these two guys. You don't think that was a weird way to introduce yourself to? <laughs> two friends we haven't seen in a year and 10 strangers? <laughs> what, what do you mean? Well, hold on, what are you saying? I'm just wondering if there was a need to bring that up. That's all. It was very funny. <laughs> well, but also bizarre. Do you think it was that bizarre? Why? Well, all right. So let me let me uh, let let's let's do a little role play here. Yeah. Uh, we'll be any of the other couples <laughs> driving home that night. Yeah. All right. So it's like uh, we're driving. It's like okay. My girl, or your guy. Uh, you know what? I'll be I'll be the guy that's driving. Okay. So you girl? can be the girl. Yeah. So uh, that guy is so funny. <laughs> So, uh, John and Maddie's friends that showed up, what was up with them? Uh, I don't know. There was that one funny one and then there was a quiet one, I think. <laughs> it looks like the type of guy that wear SPF 100. What did he say about his arms? He just shaved him that night and he's going to tan him tomorrow. It's going to be great. What? You think that what? was, well, you think that was strange? I guess it was strange. It was strange, but funny. Well, I was, I, but here's the thing. Okay, let's say you showed up. By the way, I did that quiet guy. That quiet guy was was keeping track of the hockey game. They were go, walking to their friend's house to watch, right? Let's say you show up. Yes. Big bandage on your head like yeah. Jacob Marley. Yep. Do you explain the bandage? I think so, yeah. What's the difference? I uh, had my arms out. I just shaved them and they're white as a ghost. They're like pink marshmallows. Pink? Big. Big marshmallows. Yes. Okay, I heard pink both times. I kind of said pig. Yes. <laughs> they're, like, they're like big marshmallows. Okay, so what? So you, that's what everyone's thinking about it. It's just like your back. Your Nobody Jacob was thing. thinking about your arms. I felt some stares because Gina had just shaved them. I didn't tan yet. I got the white arms. They're eating dinner. They're trying to eat and have a good time. I got the gross arm right in their face. Got to explain myself. I don't think you did. Well, I did. All right. And they felt. And you know they what? They felt reassured. Every woman at that table texted me and, and is like, hey, I don't <laughs> want to talk to you. Just in case you're wondering. <laughs> I don't. To you? Yes, to me. That's what I said. Yes. Anyway, Brad's Bumble mishap. Yes. Um, and you let's know. call let's call her Azumi. Is her name? Sure. Zumi. Is it something we said? Uh, you know, talkingbradgmail.com. It wouldn't surprise me if uh, you know she's she's uh, she's hot to trot. She's a total babe. It wouldn't surprise me if she found someone mm, different. Right. Uh, you know, maybe not as uh, as rule maestry. Maybe. I'm not gonna say it. Maybe maybe somebody who wears SPF 101. I was gonna say maybe oh so more more in that direction. Yep. Wow, they think you're that you're too much of a bad boy for her. Is yes. that what you're saying? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Uh, maybe long she, sleeves and gloves. Well, I hope that this uh, gets figured out. Uh, you know, I and you I, know what? For at least the conclusion of the story, even if it's like Brad, here's why. Uh, here's what I listen to. The I don't podcast. know if I actually want to deal with why. Well, what if it's like Chuck said. You know, maybe last, you know, two weeks ago, I could yeah. have been fingering a lizard. Who knows what I said? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, so it could be anything. I thought your link, a lizard fingering episode was longer ago than yeah. <laughs> yeah, Perhaps. Yeah. Um, but that's it, man. That's all we got for the podcast yeah. this week. We had a little vacation. So Zoomy. We got some media news. Take me back. Zoomy. Yeah, no. Zoomy. Come on. What's uh, going on here? No, don't, uh, don't, don't worry about it. Go off and live your life. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, it's weird because I, I, I want to sour grapes her. I want to be like, ah, she's bad in this way or that way or this other way. Yeah. But you know, I'm. We're I'm, all bad in some ways. I'm an adult. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to do that, even though it's way easier yeah. to then like, not like them anymore. Sure. So, um, yeah, folks out there, 
Uh, feel free to write in with your uh, your summer traditions or things yeah, you love about the fun. summer and being in the sun. Have you ever pierced your own eardrum by rolling down a hill and bouncing along on an exercise ball? Because I think it's going to be more common than you think. I think you're gonna you're gonna be surprised at how I many mean, emails really, you get. I mean, really, having having one other person do it makes it more <laughs> common than I think. <laughs> I can't believe I never told you that. Ugh, Busted the old eardrum. Yep, on a blade of grass. On a blade of grass it seems implausible. <laughs> It does, uh, if you guys true. love rock a doodle, yeah, Bible goes west. Any of that stuff, yeah. Have you ever been sunbaked so much? Do you want to take a nap, and your girlfriend won't let you nap. She's like, "It's the sun. We got to be outside." Yep. Do you run through stop signs on an electric bike? Of course, we all do. Mm-hmm. Like like Brad, we understand parking in handicap spots. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot a lot of facts. Out yeah, there. we're all on board with that now. Yep. Um, send us an email, chuckandbrad at gmail.com or find the email link through chuckandbradpodcast.com. Get excited. The next two weeks are going to be uh, some some special episodes uh, with our friend Brian Lau. Should we warn him? Yeah, let's warn him. Next week, we're going to start a franchise flashback episode. Where we're gonna go through the plot of every single Fast and Furious movie, and, not and I just, know what you're saying, not j- yeah, <clears throat> you're saying there's eight Fast and Furious movies. Just say eight. Oh yeah. Well, there's also a spinoff, and there's also a TV show, and there's also two movies that were also called Fast and Furious that came out first, and there's also a couple short films, and Han was from a different movie. Yes, and we take it all and smash it into one. Two-part episode (laughs) starting next week. And if you're like, man, Chuck, man, oh, man, Brad, I've always wanted to get into the Fast and Furious, but it's just such, it's it's too much of a deep dive. I don't have the time to watch all these short Mm -hmm. films and movies and video games and everything. We condensed it into a bite-sized four-hour chunk. To tell the entire story. Spread out over two weeks. So really. Spread out over two weeks. So next week. Two bite-sized, two-hour chunks. Yeah. So next week, two hours. Week after that, two hours. We go through the entire story. You guys will be 100% caught up to watch Fast and Furious 9 coming out the day after part two comes out. That's correct. So that's coming up next week. Very exciting. Very fun. Very energetic. I'll be in New Jersey and New York City back and forth. Are you reading Kevin Smith's t- tweets? Smod Castle is coming. It's coming to Leonardo. Get excited. I know what's happening, but I'm keeping it tight-lipped. Good choice. That's what they said. I got to do it. Good. Do it. I'm not I'm not trying to pry any information out hints? of you. No. All no, right. I don't. Just keep your lips tight. Well, Smod Castle in no, Leonardo, New Jersey is opening soon. Yes. Uh, July. I will be involved. Let's just let we'll let the details slip out. All right, folks, you remember how Saddam Hussein had body doubles in case people wanted to take a shot at him? Yeah, and you know how Chuck and Kevin Smith (laughs) kind of look the same. Yeah, sort of. If you're looking at him through a sniper scope from like a mile away, yeah, Um, yeah. All right, a lot of good stuff coming this summer. A lot of fun. Um, So yeah, folks, thank you all so much for listening. Whether you're a a lifelong Chuby or a new listener, or you're still the new Chuby, yeah. Any any of you were were glad to have you on board. Yes. Thank you all for listening. That's all I've got. That's all I got. Deuces.
you were too late Cindy, my heart was dead 